Welcome, wrestling fans, to a bout of epic proportions. It's time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. In the far corner, the older, the wiser, the funnier, Mike Clang and Bang Clang. In the other corner, the younger, the quicker, the prettier, Matt, thumping and pumping, clang! Hi everybody, welcome to Brothers of Discussion. This is episode 44. I'm Matt, he's and, um, Mike. Yeah, we're he's coming! Mikey. <laughs> Mikey! Matt and Mikey! What kind of coffee uh, wait, are you drinking this morning, Dusty? Steaks and mics. Um, and coffee. I have, yeah, just, just coffee. I did a weird thing <laughs> where I actually, uh, so I have a pork, I have a pork money, <laughs> <laughs> okay? Don't too big and sip, Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming down. It went down the wrong pipe, Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, you were saying we're doing a podcast today. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I well, I was gonna tell a dumb anecdote, and now it sucks. Now that I'm looking back, <laughs> but I have I have a pork mug from Star Wars. Oh, that and, sounds dumb. But keep going, Tucky. Yeah, this is really dumb. I uh, let's hear your Disney why, memories, I, Tucky. I put my thumb over the pork mouth when we hit record, as if it was gonna start going. <laughs> like, I, totally worth it, Tucky. Yeah, I'm glad I told that story. <laughs> Anyway, we're always trying to cut time on these podcasts. Let's hear some. <laughs> there's some pork stories. I got a couple more anecdotes. Let's hear to go some make believe. <laughs> well, everybody, uh, as uh, as we've done the last uh, couple months, I need to welcome another new hundred uh, fans to Brothers of Discussion. We uh, hit four hundred subscribers on the Facebook. We yeah. are racking them up uh, to three hundred followers on Twitter, so that. Hopefully nobody is uh, doing both Facebook and Twitter, so I'll just yeah. tell myself we're up to 700 <laughs> followers Yeah, <laughs> between those two medias. Um, and not to mention uh, the few hundred people that came to the website to, uh, to read and discuss the Crown Jewel uh, show that's going to be in Saudi Arabia. We appreciate everybody new, everybody that has been here since the beginning. Uh, but here we are, episode forty-four. Now, if you want to, uh, if you want to get in those discussions, read uh, any of the new articles. That is bodpodcast.com. That is bodpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter using the handle at bodpodcast. And uh, I think uh, that's it. Besides finding the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes, um, and I know we pretty much pop up everywhere you can listen to podcasts. But uh, we are persistent, Jackie. <laughs> are the two main goes uh as always uh let's jump into nxt first uh let's let's get the exciting show out of the way (laughs) while the coffee's still running through the veins hey we got the energy up ducky (laughs) now uh doze because it sounds like you're here you're here in spirit 
Oh, yeah, Chucky. I got <laughs> Joe, a big match got... with a little dumpling next week. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you see the uh, the trash talking uh, that Champa uh, was going through on Twitter? We uh, He posted just three words, a period between each one, mm. picture of Otis Dozovich and himself, promo for NXT Live next next Wednesday, and he just said, waste of time. The gauntlet has been dropped. Can I, can I just say, when I saw that, I went, oh man, this is going to be a 20-minute match, isn't it? This is going to be a 60-minute epic. There's going to be commercial <laughs> breaks for this match. That is going to be a five-star match, not this Ricochet and Pete Dunne bullcrap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's where my head's at, Mike. Where, where, what are you thinking with this Dozovich and Champa? Is this going to be an opportunity for Doz to highlight uh, what he can do in a singles match? Or is this really just... Let's well, get to next week. I mean, you're putting arguably the two greatest, you know, <laughs> wrestling entertainers of all time together in the ring. It's, right. it's something I would have saved for probably like WrestleMania 40, you know, like a great anniversary WrestleMania, right. two of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we'll get a little sneak preview. I'm sure that the entire roster is going to come out and have a big schnoz and... Yeah, we're going to drag out this feud for the next two to three years. Uh, this is going to be one of the great AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe <laughs> rivalries. <laughs> um, no, you know, we talked about it last week. Uh, Champa is a career maker. He is he's Bill Clinton's wiener. If you get in the ring with him, you're famous. So, Dosevich, <laughs> I, smell, I smell good things for you, sir. Um, I, hope they give well, this, I hope they give this time to marinate. Um, you know, like Ricochet and Pete Dunne, we already know we love those guys, but in a, you know, basically not even an hour long episode of NXT, when you figure in commercials, um, the runtime is only like 55 to 58 minutes every week. Yeah. Ricochet and Pete Dunne got like 30 minutes. Insane. Yeah. Like when I, when I saw the start, the start time of that match, so I'm sitting there just watching NXT and it is 830 and ice, <laughs> you know, you start to see the little promo of. How did we get to this point? Yeah. I was like, what the hell's got like what's coming after this? What how is this not the main event? Right. Uh and my my puny little brain just could not uh absorb <laughs> an idea of giving giving a thirty minute match to this one hour show. Uh but man. I know, are we getting the main event the mighty versus local jobbers? It's like, wait, <laughs> there's there's thirty minutes of programming left. <laughs> um but it was Wait. it was beautiful. It was thirty minutes of 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 pure pro wrestling and and all of its uh, modern age glory. I feel like. I, yeah. I however, they designed that TV taping too was perfect because that crowd was they were hopped up on coffee like they were energetic <laughs> for the full thirty <laughs> minutes. It was really good. No, yeah, that, that that for one thing, like where I make posts about how dumb the uh, like this Hell in a Cell crowd was a week ago. Those NXT crowds, I mean, they don't just watch one episode. Everybody's wearing the same t-shirt, and they're in the same seat for about four straight weeks of NXT programming, <laughs> and they're hot from the first match they see to the last. And it's yep. just, they should just get the, like, pay those people to go to your to, to your pay-per-views, because who they have sitting in the front row, oh, it's just not doing know, it. 
they gotta invite them to Saudi Arabia or something, because that's... I, I don't know if I can put up with that again. <laughs> Just everybody facing away, having their expensive oh champagne. Oh, can't wait. They, they, You know, Mike, those people deserve the best programming that WWE I've, has to offer. I don't think I've ever seen that many aristocrats, like, in one real-life setting. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, before we get into that, because we have a, so much to talk about. Now, I, I think when we started taking notes, I said, man, this week, this week sucked. But now I look at our list, and, you know, even if we have three words down... Uh, there's so much to dissect on every single note we have here. Uh, yeah. but how, how do you feel about Ricochet and Pete Dunne and the way that ended? Because I made the argument, this, this was so close to being an instant classic, but when I think about the matches that I go back and watch on the network, and I think that is a fantastic barometer of what's an instant classic, I, I want a good ending too. Like, you want a good finish to the story. I think that's that's what is always the driving force to a movie we watch over and over, any TV show we watch. Um, I don't know. Just maybe the story you tell in a song, and that's why you like the song so much. That's not really doesn't really work there. Uh, in a book, if the book ending sucks, I mean, not that the ending of this match sucked, but if if it's not, if it doesn't feel like a true ending, are you gonna keep going back and reading that book? No. No. This match, I'm probably not going to go back and watch too often, like, just for pure enjoyment. Like, I will go back and watch it for you, for the Brothers of Discussion fans, where I need, at yeah. the end of the year, to decide what was, you know, match of the year, what was match of SmackDown, what was match of Raw, whatever. Whatever we end up doing, who knows? I've still got three months to decide. Yeah. But <laughs> that'll well, happen. But I'm not going to go back and watch this for just leisure's sake. Like, I watch Undertaker and Shawn Michaels at least once a year. Like, I I don't That's know. Okay. I, I mean, it's am a, I wrong? Yeah. Totally <laughs> off base. Uh, you, don't, you don't have your finger on the pulse. I think you have your finger on your own wiener. Uh, so, it sounds like... Uh, this is a... You know, you sound like you're trying to book some WCW over there. Let's give no! it away for free, Tucky. Like, no, no, it's NXT Weekly. It doesn't, you don't get a finish for this. We'll see it sometime in the future. Let them, let them just no. give us a taste. Just they a can. Taste. They no. totally can give us a taste, but we don't have to said. rate it as a five-star instant classic. Yeah, but they build it like the belts were on the line. You had to have some interference. I'm just oh, proud of them. I'm just proud of them because they, they didn't make it like a. It wasn't like a Monday Night Raw match where they'll they'll do that, but they'll only have like ten minutes left to do it. So you know, you know something's gonna happen. But you know that um, the cloak and dagger here, the swerve was that it was thirty minutes. So you thought, oh my god, we are gonna get a real finish. But it pushed forward storylines for Ricochet and Pete Dunne because now they still might have to team up reluctantly to take out a common enemy, and then you 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 get to. Um, push forward undisputed era and war raiders so it, it feels like it's set up you know one two three four five six seven characters basically i i still Which there's is, gonna be either mustache mountain or uh uh lorkin and birch are getting involved because this is this is setting up for war games yeah. that's what this is yeah but yeah it's you know it's something that you know Raw and SmackDown have a ton of trouble with like how do we propel the next story how do we make you want to watch next week um, NXT has not had that problem in a very long time. 
So I, I want to see where all seven of these guys go next week. And then, of course, you know, we have the greatest match of all time will be next week with Champ and Um Well, yeah, how do you have another match after that? I think NXT so, should just shut down after that main event. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we topped it. We can't do better than this. We got to collapse the entire brand. What, um, what what if they do uh, to make Dozovich a singles star? They go back to that storyline where Tucker got hurt in the gym, and Tucky makes <laughs> no. Tucky comes out with the interference on Doz uh, and knocks him out, and now they're breaking up that tag team just to have a singles career going for both of those guys. And then Tucker's like, "I know it was you. That was you months ago back at the gym. You were you're going out for your damn steaks, and I was getting crushed by weights." <laughs> just call back um, to the I want, old, uh... I want Dozovich to take credit for everything. I want him to hurt Tucky. I want him to hurt Aleister Black. <laughs> I'm coming! <laughs> <laughs> he just gets just a, a rocket pack strapped to his back, and he just gets pushed to the moon. Um, <laughs> Roman Reigns has an open, you know, universal title challenge. Otis comes out and wins that. Yeah, and um, his, his new a... song, which starts with him just going, I'm coming! <laughs> and he's Come waddling out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. All right. Um, well, I I don't want to... I know we're having fun with Dozovich because he's our favorite guy right now on NXT. But I yeah. I, I just... I have to defend myself. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm bringing... I'm saying it again. I wrote my article. I said, I get it. Ricochet and Pete Dunne. They could not have a winner in that match. No. I, I I know why they did it. I'm not questioning. I'm not saying that was dumb. I'm just saying. I'm saying. I understand the result. But I think the result can still be, you know, what, what kills it for it being a five-star or an instant classic. I, I get it. I know why they had to finish that match the way it finished. But that also doesn't mean we have to award every match every, once a week as a five-star instant classic because I, I, I guarantee i wholeheartedly <laughs> disagree i think every week there's a match that's just as good as macho man versus ricky steamboat <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that god damn it. it happens every week you know i don't need to watch wrestlemania 3 i'll just watch 10 minutes of nxt um <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's okay it's so I, don't know, I don't know why people get so upset about that it's you know it's a, it's a five and a half. It's two and a half. Star, I so many stars. I don't care how many it's stars. Stars. <laughs> it's stars. It's it entertained me. It it made me want to watch more wrestling. So that's that's yeah. the goal of this show, and it it did it. I'm <laughs> I mean, happy. like we're the kings of hyperbole. Like uh, I, <laughs> we love we throwing around best ever. Yes. We're tell we're telling you, Dozovich versus Champa will be the best match of all time because it will be. I know it will be. So we're the kings of hyperbole. However, I, I think it's it's okay to point out that maybe, as as we need to pull back, I think wrestling fans as a whole, like we need to kind of, <laughs> we can't like you can't award every episode of The Office an Emmy. It 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 probably has moments where you're like it it should win another Emmy here, but I, I we'll pull back just a little bit. <laughs> now. Obviously, next week of NXT will win an Emmy. So, <laughs> speaking of hyperbole, Mike, uh, the biggest story of the week: Where are Matt Riddle's boots? <laughs> I was itching to get to this topic. I know you're yeah. excited. We got 
How'd you read my mind? Just wrestling out there with his bare man feet. It's going to be disgusting. <laughs> I can't wait to have Quentin Tarantino. Oh, uh, man. Like, he's done with his directing career in the next couple years because he said he's he's directing his last film. I hope he doesn't um, do an NXT taping because then we're going to have to see his ugly face for five mm-hmm. weeks in a row. <laughs> we're in the well, same I just wanna, t-shirt. I just want to see him, like, you know... I, I don't know if I want him to be Matt Riddle's manager and just have him week after week defend Riddle for not coming out in boots. <laughs> I thought we were done with this. I thought after Rusev like shattered his ankle and broke all his toes that we were done not having boots on. Why are we no, going Mike, back to this? Mike, it's his brand. We got to keep him on brand. <laughs> Those feet are a brand, all right? We got to let him out. Let the boys just, out. I love that people were freaking out about it. Like, oh my God, they actually let Riddle do it? Like, as if it were, I I don't know. I mean, it's not a bad thing, but I think people are forgetting why they have rules of, yeah. like, health and cleanliness and, and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, Asuka safety. used to wrestle in not quite bare feet, but she'd have her, like, wrestling boots, like, strapped under her foot, and she would get boo-boos doing that. So let's not have our stars get hurt. Just put right. on your damn shoes. Yeah. And if if you saw any of the highlights from Matt Riddle's match, um, he he is not one to think. You know, let's not risk anything here. You know, like he he doesn't go avoid risk on my first match. Uh, right. The guy went for a power bomb on one that I don't think his back was prepared for, and he almost broke some necks. So I know Ooh. I know I'll probably get some flack for saying that. But if you watch that highlight, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where he he goes power bomb into a bicycle knee uh and that's that's his finisher i don't know what it's called but that's what i'm watching happen is a power bomb <laughs> to a bicycle knee and uh you know it looks it looks pretty cool it's it's you know it's boom 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 it's kind of just lift power bomb knee and it's all one fluid motion uh but whoo doggies uh i think i don't know if i don't know if the guy taking the power bomb wasn't ready or if it was Riddle's back going, oh, this this is a little too long of a match, but yikes. Like <laughs> <laughs> So I I guess to that end, I, I don't know if he's if he's the guy that's gonna volunteer to put boots on for safety, but uh, I know I know the super king of bros, you know, his character and maybe his own personality is one that doesn't want to back down from, from something like that. But I I I'd say, uh, WWE fans, let's not freak out if it eventually does happen. I think yeah. Rusev is Rusev's turned it around to look pretty good. Yeah, he's, <laughs> with boots on. Yeah, he's got some fancy feet flying. His machka kicks have never looked yeah. better. Um, yeah, he gets more force behind it now because it's all compact. Yeah, I I I know they're probably just trying to do an allusion to his uh you know his MMA days where you don't, you yeah. don't get to wear shoesies. You know, you got to yeah. run out there and your little toesies are hanging out. But yeah, it's disgusting. <sighs> Yeah, I'm sure there's a niche audience, you know, with the Tarantinos of the world who you know, are excited <laughs> for Matt Riddle more than anything ever. But uh, you know, let's uh, let's make it safe out there for everybody. No, uh, no, I don't want any twinkle toes getting hurt. This guy, he looks like he's going to be a fun wrestler. Um, his that that running knee that he does. I think everybody's just doing a shining wizard now. This is the new uh, spear. You're either going to have a spear or a shining wizard. Or an arm bar. <laughs> uh, so Matt Riddle is at least going to, you know, sprinkle in a little bit of a power bomb 
Well, you're dazed, and then run at you knee first, but, um... Well, I, I'd say dumb. the good thing to come out of this is that now I have a folder that's uh, titled Quentin Tarantino Gifts. Oh so God. I'm ready to go the next time <laughs> Riddle's on TV. <laughs> um, uh, moving on, I think, uh, to another big story from uh, from from this week. Uh, it, it's, it's really just a rumor. It's not official, but everything seems to be... Uh, you know, the writing's on the wall. Is Shawn Michaels coming no. back... No, to help man. sell tickets. You were wrong about Daniel Bryan. You're wrong about this. He's not coming back. <laughs> I know. I was wrong about Daniel. I was wrong about Drew McIntyre. Man, I was wrong about everything. Yes. Um, Nakamura. Uh, <laughs> I, I might be in the middle of you, writing an article right now forget, about uh, how... Your big E. Uh, you still owe us a giant <laughs> dick cake that you have to eat. Wait, we're listing things that I was fake wrong about. I was right about all those things. Damn it. You were wrong about Big E. I was wrong that. about that. That's but that was on your grave. That was me He didn't need hoping. a dick cake. I was hoping Big E would win. You are hoping I'd forget. <laughs> hey, as long as it's on you to bake that cake, I know I'll never have to worry about stuffing my God face in one. <laughs> Do I have to bake it? I'm just going to make you eat the raw batter turkey. <laughs> um, well, how are you going to get it to stay as a shape? I'm going to put it in a dick mold, turkey. Of a uh, big D. Um, do you, you all really right. think Shawn Michaels is coming back to wrestle? So, when he himself has said he wants to respect the retiring the Undertaker did for him. When I when I a uh, couple weeks ago when I when I touched on this and that uh, you know Shawn Michaels had his promo with the Undertaker, I think what they were doing there was planting the seed that don't blame Shawn Michaels for this. You know he's. He's still doing all he can to respect the business. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, in, in turn, with all, all from uh, this is all from Shawn Michaels' perspective. I, myself, if I was told, Matt, you got to leave your brother. I, I got a new partner. He's going to pretend to be your brother discussion. We're going to pay you, you know, $15 million a year to run this show. Done. Yeah. No question. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm... Mike, I will, I'll send a check in the mail, but I'm doing this show without you going forward. <laughs> but, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, this is my heel turn. This is me uh, kicking you through the glass. God damn um, it. <laughs> now, obviously, that's not going to happen, um, I think, right? <laughs> so I can... I can joke around about it. We'll never actually have to know what would I actually do. When you invite uh, me to a, a barber shop, I'm going to get really suspicious. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, I want to pay for a haircut. No! <laughs> <laughs> Who's Brutus? Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, where were we? Uh... We're in a tailspin. So it's okay. It's okay for Shawn Michaels to to want money. Nobody should ever like fault him. I mean, for he's that. already in the Marine Five, so that's that's a cash yeah, grab. He'll do anything. We know that. <laughs> but what I want to, what we should focus on is how dumb the WWE is, and that they're making this decision. They're the one that's ruining their retirement storyline. And a guy like Shawn Michaels can just decide he's coming back. Are they not just adding intrigue like to this awful Triple H storyline with Undertaker? 
So, I think the rumor that's out there is that there's, like, potential for a tag team match to actually come out of this. Oh, um, no. And then there, there's also, you know, just the straight-up Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker one last time match. Um, you know, uh, so I guess if I had to pick between those two, don't make Shawn Michaels just come out of retirement to do a dumb tag match to do DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. Oh my God. Like that make, obviously that makes no sense because when you look back at DX, how did they really feud with the Brothers of Destruction at any time? Does that really get you juiced up? To see the mayor of Knoxville County <laughs> strapping the red suit back on. I'm like, no! That's a waste of that. If he has to come back, make it a singles match. Uh, but I think that's not the conversation we even want to have right now. We're kind of just going through what's in the rumor mill. But, Mike, how, I mean, I wrote about it a couple weeks ago, and I did even, you know, fish back and forth. I was wishy washy, and I was like, eh! it's bad but then it's also okay so i i really didn't take too much of a stand but i think my instinct was sean michaels should never come back he's retired stay retired respect the business respect us respect the storyline we spend so much time watching this and thinking about it and dissecting it and then ultimately none of it matters is what we're told is that with with all that said I feel like Randy the Ram died for nothing. You need yeah. to wrestle until you're dead. That's what we've learned from that movie, the wrestling. <laughs> Randy the Ram Ramzinski, you know, he showed you can jump off the top rope with a busted heart. <laughs> so if Shawn Michaels open. is truly going to be the heartbreak kid, he should wrestle until his heart breaks. No kidding. So I think he should return... On an episode of Monday Night Raw, and so, what? Your your argument is the only way that Shawn Michaels can you respect know, the there's, business. There's all this talk is... about five stars and respecting the business. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Shawn Michaels should be out there winning gold. I want him to fight Nakamura on Tuesday night. I want him to defeat Roman Reigns on Monday, and then a big culmination match at Evolution to. <laughs> <laughs> Take out Ronda Really Rodney. win the crowd and sell some tickets for that all-women's pay-per-view. That's what yeah, we should let's, do. Let's get Sean signed on, because nobody's going to watch this show unless Sean Michaels <laughs> is on contract. I, you know, I, I know, I know. It's all, you know, storylines, and how are you going to believe the stakes if you take them away, and, you know, nothing means anything anymore, and <laughs> <laughs> what up is down, left is right, hot is cold, Sean Michaels is back. The NBA's fixed. I don't know. Uh, God's not real. Uh, retirement matches aren't real. I don't know. It's it's son of a bitch. I don't know. I'm still gonna go back and watch his old matches if he comes back. But I, you know what? What else is he doing right now? He's just he's got cattle, uh, right? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Are you he, really gonna be lit? Are you hunting. gonna turn? Are you gonna change the channel when that match comes up on the card? No, I'm respecting the business. I'm not gonna watch it. No, you're gonna sit there and watch it just like everybody else. We're all gonna be sucking the teat. Yeah, well, I, you know. 
I mean, that's the only thing that's... that the only thing it does is it, it sucks because then you would want to have him. Well, what if you fought AJ Styles? What if you fought Daniel Bryan? You know, um, it's you know I know he's almost he's getting closer to sixty than anything else. Uh, but uh, he's <laughs> <laughs> closer to sixty than thirty. <laughs> he's closer to being sixty than WWE champion at this point. But <laughs> well, what? <laughs> What's I don't, no, I, you know what? Fuck it. Whatever you want to do, WWE. Uh, if Sean wants to come back and say I don't care anymore, we've already destroyed the Undertaker's undefeated streak. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Just fuck it. Fuck That's it. his new. I got two words for you. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're writing T-shirts already. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I, I get I get why you know there's a bunch of you know arms crossed to get across you know against your chest like no I I object but you know we're all gonna be there watching it when it happens yeah. so I'm I'm gonna admit that was my earnest that was my uh, attempt at uh, Shawn Michaels impression so I, I apologize for that wow I, uh, you don't yeah. have to apologize if you didn't say anything nobody knew that was a Shawn Michaels impression. <laughs> Why is Matt growling? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> What's he doing? That was just, you know, intense. Like, uh, he kind of does that. No? All right. Because they all smoke the and drink, right? Too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, what, uh, you know, it's, you know, Vince is probably looking at NXT going, you know, I got Match of the Century coming up next week. I got to bring back some legends, you know. <sighs> Well, I mean, the biggest point here, I mean, the reason it's happening is because, you know, we talked about it uh, a month ago when they turned in their their revenue reports from the the first show in Saudi Arabia. Like, it made more money than any three WrestleManias combined. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I mean, go for it. You know, I mean, that's what you're going to do to make your money is, is go back to Saudi Arabia so yeah, you I, know, I mean that's, that's that's the main driver. That's my only beef is stop rewarding the awful Saudi Arabian crowd. Um, <clears throat> maybe they'll make up for it on this pay per view, uh, but that was maybe the worst thing I've ever seen, crowd wise. Yeah, uh, and and that's that's another topic we want to talk about was uh, how about the crown jewel being scheduled five days after uh, Evolution? I know it's almost like. Listen, we're sorry you got to watch all these women. Here's a bunch of men. <laughs> this well, I is asked, what you like, want. <laughs> there's, and I've got, I've got some response on our social media accounts um, where we do have some people that think that it was scheduled. You know, evolution happened, and then they set up the contract for Saudi Arabia. I don't believe that is close to what is actually going on i feel like a saudi arabia show has to be scheduled way in advance um so the uh, so the question i asked was what what is worse um and when i dissected it they're both pretty fucking horrible uh did they is this evolution match is this pay-per-view i mean only in is it only here because of the backlash they got for doing saudi arabia like, and, and the fact that the timing of this, that they're five days apart, don't even let, don't even give us a chance to forget that it's an issue. <laughs> just, 
Ah, just back to back. It's fine. No, I we'll have a Raw and SmackDown, but you know, let's go I, back to Shawn Michaels' new tagline. Fuck WWE it. WWE is such a load of BS sometimes. It, it's it's like yeah. Why don't they just simulcast Evolution and Crown Jewel? <laughs> you decide. Vote on Facebook. Which which yeah. pay per view would you rather watch? Would you rather watch Ronda Rousey and Charlotte? <laughs> No, you want to watch Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Braun Strowman. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Would you, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, the fucking country doesn't allow women to participate. Why? Why are we still allowing this to be on TV? This is an embarrassment. This is like it just one hundred percent contrary to. We are so progressive now. We're getting women on TV. Look, they have their own pay per view that we're gonna. <laughs> undermine by doing commercials for our all-men pay-per-view right around the corner it's it's like we've been doing all-men pay-per-views for decades you know what i mean i i just i feel like you know for the wwe they're like we are progressive we will literally do anything for money we're sorry that you had to watch uh, two hours of uh, burlesque clowns here's some real wrestling entertainment um uh, how about how about the it's fact so that goddamn they're hypocritical you know yeah I, I mean, uh, the the numbers are they're struggling to, or they struggled to sell out uh, that pay-per-view. Like, a momentous occasion <laughs> of evolution, and they, they're struggling, so now they're already second-guessing the decision. Uh-huh. And then, after that news comes out, then it's, oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Five days later, Brock Lesnar's coming back. We'll give you what you want. Oh, my God. <laughs> As we've all... The second SummerSlam ended, I know we all went straight to social media and went, Oh, no, no, we're never going to see Brock Lesnar again. Oh, man. That's the only reason I turn it on. Oh. <laughs> I mean, this is also the same show that, uh, besides Asuka coming back to TV this week, uh, she has been completely buried on the programming. Uh, so, going back yeah, what, to your point. What like, happened to what? Amber Moon, too? She, Mike, she tagged with, with Nia Jax this week. Oh, yeah. and don't forget, she replaced Alexa Bliss to get Ooh. onto the Mixed Match Challenge. So, nice. man, are, are we progressive. Uh, it's too bad that that... You know... <laughs> what is the, Caucasian what is the, uh, got hurt. Thank God we're bringing back an 85-year-old Shawn Michaels to rescue the program. <laughs> like... If it doesn't all come full circle to how full of shit this fucking show is. All this backslapping and like, you know, just, you know, arm in arm with, look at us, here's a picture of us with a woman. Yep, we've done it here at the WWE. We did it. You're welcome. Well, you... the next the next big show is going to be on a, on a, a frigate out in the middle of the ocean. Uh, they're going to actually come in on their fighter jets and have that big old sign right across the whole frigate just mission saying accomplished. mission accomplished yep. <laughs> and it's you know what's so stupid about it it's not like it's not like they don't know how to build these people up you know what i mean we just we just talked about it yeah uh with with uh uh Dijakovic, right you just give yeah. him give him a chance you know let him fight champa and it worked don't stop doing this crap like you you have the the athletes you have the people who can carry these programs they know how to do it you're just not you're not you don't want to 
Right. And you're making it like they just don't get over. I don't know what it is. And like now Ricochet and Pete Dunne look like mega gods. And then after next week, Dozovich, God bless him. I hope they gave it time. Please don't let him get squashed or some <laughs> bullshit in five minutes. You can do it. It's gonna, it's gonna be eight fifty-five. We're gonna hear no! that. No, <laughs> He's gonna trip and roll down the ramp. Oh no! They're gonna give him the stormtrooper helmet. Oh. Yeah, take that, Dozovich. <laughs> well, come out! <laughs> One night only. Vince is in charge of NXT. <laughs> oh God. Kevin Nash comes back and power bombs oh, Dozovich right onto his neck. Jackknife. Yep. <laughs> Breaks his neck. <laughs> a freshly tanned and hair dyed kevin nash oh my god then vince just gets <sighs> 30 seconds with the cameras the show goes off air fuck you <laughs> just, <laughs> and then it's just closing in on his eyes <laughs> uh-oh oh that was friend uh, of the show milo, milo. Yep. yep his his mom's home so he's freaking out He's gonna go murder her, I guess. Defending the house um, from his own mother. Uh, well, that was that. That was good that that happened because we could whine and complain about what's going on right now. I mean, it really is. It's just a. It's a never-ending circle right now of this. The crown jewel is is really at the heart of it. I I, I feel. And then uh, this these decisions to keep bringing back these old farts when there's already so much talent on the roster. There's no need. And what's funny is a week ago, we spent all this time talking about, well, when is Undisputed Era coming up? <laughs> never! I hope never. <laughs> well, you hope, and then you think about it, like, why? No, they're going to bring back Shawn Michaels, and and, D- and X-Pac will come back. They'll get uh, DX going again, because we also have this NWO return, which I don't know if it's affiliated with the WWE, but Hulk uh, Hogan's is? been been tweeting yeah for the last two months about the return of the nwo no what (laughs) no i know no no so uh, just i don't know i guess i guess we'll be those fans we'll just start watching new japan and going it's so much better Uh, you guys just don't understand they have five star matches every day it's not even close You've we got. Had to, we had to invent six star matches because we had too many five star. <laughs> just... Um, I so it's it's all just a clusterfuck. Um, do you, I know that you're planning on going to breakfast? Um, oh, we got that. Time. I wasn't invited to. Okay, yes. <laughs> perfect. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh, god damn it. Maybe we're just too invested. You know, like, we, we have a... We care about these young guys. Um, well, you know what? I, I have... Uh, let's do it. Um, here's a great transition. Uh, let's start talking about all the, the young wrestlers that are getting involved in the main event. Uh, Ronda Rousey apparently is <laughs> rumored to uh, to battle the Bellas coming up at Evolution. Yeah! I thought she's tag-teaming with them. Oh, she is now. <laughs> that's just uh, that's just getting those uh, those gears all squeaky uh, and oiled up. Didn't she just get pummeled by the Riot Squad? Yeah, but they're not gonna give Ruby Riot a chance. If they did, I I will be the first to say I'm wrong. Forgive me. Go WWE. That was a great decision. 
Uh, but all the rumors are Ronda Rousey versus one of these Bellas. No. Uh, yeah. They're doing three on three. They already booked it. Oh, like they it's did? on the poster. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's why the riots are outnumbering her. So then we get to hear, and then she's going right. to run out with her dumb sister and rescue I'll her. Say, I'll, I'll accept it now, but I'm still, I don't know. They've changed matches before. My favorite thing when it's the Bellas coming to your aid. First, Nikki yeah. has to do her little booty dance up top. Then she comes to rescue you. Or you get Brie, <laughs> who runs like Jim Gaffigan doing like Million Dollar Man. No, 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 no. Like she's karate chopping upwards. Like, no, 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 no. Well, she runs like a slow Tom Cruise. Like it's... I don't know. I, I'm i excited that Ruby actually got to spear Ronda, and it was, that was a damn good spear. Yeah. That was, that was, uh, that was almost perfect. Um, she keeps hitting those good spears, though. She's going to be next in line with Edge. She's got to hit shitty spears like Roman Reigns. Put on a <laughs> flak jacket. She'll be fine. <laughs> oh, poor Ruby. Um, well, at least she's she's gonna be on uh, a pay per view. Have we have we seen Ember Moon on a pay per view yet? Um, I can't think no. of her fighting for a title. Well, I mean, Mike, the WWE is so progressive um, <laughs> that they make sure that the only two female matches you see uh, on pay per views are the are, championship are the ones matches. Once on Total Bellas. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there a Bella involved? No. Okay. Then yeah. Not, a, not, not a... Yeah. We'll do a pre-show or just no-show it. Okay. Um, well, can we? I don't understand. Is there any sort of PR benefit to this? No. <laughs> Fuck no. We're not doing that. Wait. 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 No. I'm sorry. Does it benefit an E television show? Oh yeah. Get it in there. Yeah. Get those Bellas out there. Go. 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 With all this said, <laughs> Matt, have you worn the Alexa Bliss T-shirt I bought you ever? Yeah. Man. I wear it all the time in the morning. Oh, no, you don't wear it in day. public, Matt. I'm not wearing that in public. God damn it. <laughs> You're a part of the problem. No, I'm, I'm wearing my Adam Cole, baby. You're most <laughs> of the problem, Matt. I bought you it's a girl I song. bought you a girl shirt. You're not wearing it. I do. I just wear it at home. No. My wife will let me outside functions. with it. I, I, I wasn't allowed to wear my Dolph Ziggler t-shirt outside either. Those are, they get, I'm going to have a word with it. your wife, I think. <laughs> They're too risque. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, well, I'm sure I wouldn't be allowed to wear a Bullet Club t-shirt. All those skulls and bones. Here's what, I, here's what I want to see. I, you know, at least let <laughs> let Ruby at least pummel Rondo for a little while at Evolution. That's what I want to see. Let, let Ruby try and, you know, make a name for herself. <sighs> I Yeah, I'm all for it. I just don't trust them. Hmm. I know. I it's tough for me to like um to to continue. Here's what, you know, here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna buy me a ladies' t-shirt because I bought you a ladies' t-shirt, and we're gonna watch the fuck out of Evolution. All right? Are you gonna? Do you want me to get you a Ronda Rousey t-shirt? No! God damn it! No, not, the, not Ronda. <laughs> I get I me. I did almost buy the uh, the new Becky Lynch t-shirt, but uh, it's hard to me. buy that because I can't get one that says Last Kicker on it. It's I don't think the uh cultural temperature for that right oh, now is, right, right, is right. a really good yes. timing um uh 
Get over here, ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your asses. Oh man, yeah. I wonder if I wonder if they had that thought. <laughs> Did they Brilliant that marketing right? ideas there by the WWE. Yeah. Um, I just kick the shit out of women. That's nobody turned that into a drop. Damn it. Nope. I'm gonna have to delete that and make sure it's not on the podcast. Um, Too late. It's a drop. Um. <laughs> Ah, yeah. damn it. Yeah, I was going to buy that t-shirt, but it wasn't on sale. I'm really glad I didn't buy it now, because I would have been walking around with a shirt that says I you kick beat glasses. women. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks for bringing that up. See, I'm so innocent and silly. I never even... I was just like, I'm going to support Becky Lynch. I'm going <laughs> to support that beautiful red-headed Irish I'm lady. Fine. I'm fine wearing a t-shirt that says Empress of Tomorrow, you know? But don't... <laughs> I'm not going to portray being a last kicker. That's... <laughs> I can't do it. Um, make some more male-friendly women t-shirts, you know, so we don't get in trouble. Um, yeah. There's there's no there's no problem with that. I, I was... Uh, the Brie Mode t-shirts are on sale. You can get away with the Brie Mode t-shirt. It just says Brie Mode on it. Nobody's going to know what that means. Oh, for Christ's sake. Yeah, it just means Brie I love... Mode. That guy really loves cheese. <laughs> where's his chevra t-shirt <laughs> uh, now that i think of it which female wrestlers man hot tag question because i want I, i'm really it's stumping me right now outside of the alexa bliss t-shirt i think i got you a little miss bliss t-shirt yeah. um what other ring gear you know for it's fan friendly for a male could we wear today matt hot tag what just name a wrestler, a female wrestler. You can go through Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Who can we safely say, you know, here's a cool shirt that they made for the men? Um, This is more of an on-the-spot question because I don't get to throw in an opinion here. I just have to think of... <laughs> uh, I don't know, because even... I, Ronda Rousey, she's the only one. You've got yeah. the that that's a pretty cool T-shirt, but I think like uh, nobody wants to. Or I shouldn't say nobody. There's a lot of those that are being bought, but like the hardcore fan is kind of trying to stay away from it because they're like, I'm not gonna support Ronda Rousey. Uh, it's kind of the same thing as how the hardcore fan doesn't buy a John Cena T-shirt. Um, I that's the cool one. That's the one that you get to pretend. You know, oh shoot, I thought it was a Roddy Piper T-shirt. I. Well, like, I didn't mean to buy a Rousey one. Whoopsies. I'll keep it, though. Like, uh... <laughs> I don't know. If you think about it, it's like Little Miss Bliss, Last Kicker, um... Charlotte is the queen, right? Yeah. Well, now um, Becky's also the queen, so maybe she'll get a new t-shirt that says queen. Well, uh, yeah. Uh... Who else could you get? There's Empress of Tomorrow. What would you do for Ember Moon? Does she have a shirt? Yeah, she's got. I think it's got her eyes on it though. Like it's, and that that's not. You got Nia Jax. I'm not like most girls. Um. But what are the catchphrases like for the men? You know, like you got you got DZ, you got the whole show, you got an undisputed era T-shirt, right? That's what we're pumped about. Yeah. I have the King of Strong style. I have one with Finn Balor's face, and it just says like Demon or something on it. Oh, I've got my doofy AJ Styles t-shirt that when I wear it around, everybody just thinks I'm really conceited because it says I'm phenomenal on the back. <laughs> yeah, that's a good example, right? AJ, I have my phenomenal, or you can get the house that AJ Styles built. 
or uh, you've got the King of Strong style. All oh, right, did you already yeah. say that? Yep. Oh. Um. um I don't. Uh, I have that Dean Ambrose uh, unstable T-shirt. But the point, I think, the point I'm trying to make is that all the men men's shirts, it feels like it's for to their, char- their character's identity rather than their their gender identity. Ooh. Well, I mean, we did talk about how progressive the WWE is. <laughs> I'm a girl. <laughs> that's all. That's how I identify. That's it. That's. I feel like I'm doing Nothing a Rick else. and Morty. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing like a Rick and Morty like improv style right now. I that that's it. Uh, just like you imagine Dean girl. Ambrose coming out with a T-shirt that says, "I'm not like most boys." <laughs> uh, I have a dick. <laughs> that's it. AJ Styles, I'm a phenomenal boy. (laughs) All day, I'm a phenomenal boy. AJ Styles, phenomenal boy. (laughs) This is the house this little boy built. Like, you know know what I mean? (laughs) This little boy. (laughs) Uh, I could listen to you do that all day. (laughs) Just always be clapping your hands like AJ Styles. Uh, (laughs) Because little boys love to clap. Small Joe, stop <laughs> clapping at Wendy. <laughs> I I just like the idea of you know uh, just switching all of their taglines to throwing boy in there. So <laughs> Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns is the big boy, <laughs> the boy among men for Braun Strowman, <laughs> or the Show Boys. That's uh, that's my favorite. This is the Roman the- Empire for boys only. <laughs> like he's got a little treehouse, you know. <laughs> Mike, that is a wonderful point. You should write an article. Boys an burn expose. it down with Seth Rollins. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let's burn it for the boys. Boys, yeah. boys burn it down. Boys burn it down. <laughs> oh, Miss. Man. Miss is an awesome boy. Like, it's awful. It's so stupid. Give us a goddamn character, you motherfucking pieces of shit. You're not doing anything progressive. Not a single thing is progressive, boys. Come on. (laughs) All damn day, John Cena. That's kind of what this whole show has been about. It's just been revealing how not progressive the WWE is. Not only do they not like young talent, they don't (laughs) like diverse talent. (laughs) Nope. Nope. They'll, they'll still do anything for money, which is you know if you have, if you have to paint each decade of, of corporate business, you'd feel you'd figure that was the eighties. <laughs> so this is just... yeah. What era is this? Is this the corporate sellout era? <laughs> we just bring back sixty-year-old wrestlers and fight in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> the only place that is still living in the nineteen eighties. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> oh man. We gotta find a That's way almost... to get back to the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> We gotta make wrestling great again. Let's go to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> we gotta make. We have to make our markets more global. Um, where's everybody going right now? Oh, you know, down to South America. They're doing stuff in Australia. Uh, who's going to Saudi Arabia? Eh, nobody. Literally nobody. Uh, you can only do men. <laughs> Literally nobody. Let's get the boy market. Come on, boys. <laughs> Yeah, it just comes back to the old memes of uh, Vince McMahon freaking out when he sees a big old strong, you know, Brock Lesnar walking. Baby oiled, yep. Yep. (laughs) Baby oil Brock. Uh, It never ends. 
never ends. It always comes back to that. God. Wow. Well, um, it's been really tough to to actually focus on <laughs> like an actual match this week. It just there's so many. <laughs> Was there any topics. wrestling this week, or just complaining? I- um, I, there might as well not have been. Um, <laughs> we're just kind of discovering right now, like, have we been making a mistake this entire time? It's been 44 episodes, and <laughs> I've I've been patting the WWE on the back so many oh, times, but God. damn it all the hell. Yeah. Um, we did, uh... No, we did talk about wrestling. Didn't I complain about the Mae Young Classic? Oh, no, that was off, that was off the we, air. Oops. Yeah, we didn't complain now about I gave that, that away. yet. All right, we did... <laughs> You did complain about the eight-star Ricochet vs. Pete Dunn match. Um, oh, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was complaining about the fans, damn it. I it was know. a damn good match. Well, uh, uh, one other, it, one other talking it. point here, now that we've co- totally deconstructed uh, WWE's so-called you know, progression, um, yeah. as they foray into the only country left that doesn't let women wrestle... Uh, they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, one uh, speaking of the 80s one thing that's coming back that it i i think i think we're on the same page that it's a good idea um is the return of the manager um uh, yeah you know we've had selena vega uh hanging out with andrade you know since since his big push has has gone on right yeah um drake maverick now is managing the authors of pain um, obviously you could still look at Paul Heyman with Lesnar, who sounds utterly ridiculous every time he talks with his cracking <laughs> voice. Um, and now in a desperate move to rescue Bobby Lashley's absurdly horrible promos, we've given him Leo Rush. So I'll, I, I don't know. This is a good idea. I don't know why they don't do it all the time. I know, you know, we don't make, you know, the offers for paychecks, right? Right. Um, cause now you got to sign all these people to just stand there and talk, but it helps. It helps all those guys, you know, look like better, more compelling characters. Matt. Right. Um, oh, I forgot to mention my other favorite manager, um, uh, mostly because Corey Graves referred to her as Gozer from the Ghostbusters, um, is Alicia <laughs> Fox, uh, yeah. with Alexa Bliss, which is weird because Alexa talks better than the entire women's division and most of the men. Uh, so to give her a prop with a shiny glitter costume and a oh. Brian Johnson silver cap in the background, I don't quite understand what her position is. However, uh, she Mike. now is managed by Alicia Fox. Matt, your thoughts? I, I think you're forgetting. Uh, you're forgetting how jacked Alicia is because she's actually the muscle. Oh, she's behind the force of the group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's been eating um, steaks and weights, Tucky. Right. What was the question? I don't think there was one. Oh, I think okay. I just appreciate the return of the manager. Matt, here's the thing. So this is going for Authors of Pain. I don't know if yeah. they really speak English. I don't know. We've never heard it. Um, you know, we know Brock Lesnar speaks English in a very silly way. Yeah. Uh, Almas, uh, he's bilingual, but obviously much more comfortable with not English. And then Leo Rush, managing Bobby Lashley, who's comfortable using no languages known to man. Uh, right. Which of these manager assignments do you think is going to have the biggest benefit going forward? Matt, Matt. Oh, God. Uh, Drake Maverick, easily. Uh, I think Leo Rush feels... Like, even though both of these... All of these decisions are forced because these guys either struggle... They struggle with the language because it's not their own or they can't act. 
Right. So that's why you do this. But for some reason, this Leo Rush thing, like, feels like an insult. It feels like, you know, they're telling us, no, you're you're gonna like Bobby Lashley. Just accept it. Like, here, if he can't talk, here's Leo Rush. Like, he won't he won't wrestle anymore on 205 Live. Now, now he's this. Like, and I think Leo was having a pretty good showing in, in two, 205 Live. And I, 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 I think it's fine having a guy that can wrestle, uh, continue to wrestle. But, uh, you know, here, here we are. And, and if, uh, if I had to pick one that was going to work out, it's, it's the authors of pain. Um, and, and I just, it worked for them in NXT. So it's, it's not something that, you know, uh, we aren't already used to. It's not something that, uh, right. With, uh, with Paul Ellering. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's part, it's part of them. I think it would be different if, you know, they did change their characters. Like you look at, uh, the, the bludgeon brothers that used to be silent partners with somewhat silent with, with Bray Wyatt. And when he was injured all the time, he was pretty much their manager when they were in tag matches. Yeah. Um, so there, I mean, you know, you've you've got those ideas where it's like, you know, if they're going to change their characters completely, yeah, get the managers away and let's see what they can do without a manager. But um, I, I I like Drake. I, I think he's funny, and, and it's it's funny how his character is so aware of his size, and, and they they play off on that. Um, uh-huh. it, it's just it, it's going to work, you know, and it, it'll be different. It, it'll be having a, a goofy Drake Maverick who's who's also trying to be tough, who's also self-aware, uh, trying to sell these two monsters. And and I think part of it, too, is we believe in Authors of Pain to be tag champions. So while, you know, you always have that, you know, does the man make the title or does the title make the man? Same thing when you've got T-shirts, same thing when you've got taglines, all that stuff. I think yeah. you've just got a good match here of... Two guys we believe in, a guy that's great on the mic, and uh, you know, and, and they've got that mix of self-awareness and uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'll just say charisma and actual acting ability. Uh, Drake Maverick did a great job as the manager of Two Hundred Five Live, I, and that that goes back to the same charisma, self-awareness, and acting ability. And um, I don't know. I think I don't think we ever wanted Bobby Lashley to show up i don't think we needed that and the wwe desperately thinks they do there's no way we can believe in seth rollins being in main event you know universal title matches apparently so don't build him up he's a mid-card guy uh you know just build up a guy like bobby lashley because he's super huge i guess i don't know it just feels like it, it feels insulting because we already knew we didn't want it He's getting go-away heat no matter what they try to do with his promos, no matter what they try to do in his matches, which, I don't know, I for his size and the power moves he should be able to do, they're still not impressive to me. Um, I never really watch a Lashley match and think, you know, as much as Ricochet and Pete Dunne, you know what, as great as that was, and for me, I make my silly little argument about why it's not an instant classic, but who gives a shit? There's not a single Bobby Lashley match I could ever go back and watch. Ever. They're not that great. So right. it's just, it's complete go away. Um, 
emotion and reaction to Bobby Lashley mixed with uh, a Leo Rush that, you know, comes off as an insult because apparently we don't know well enough to just give up on Bobby Lashley. Ah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I, I took I took the scenic route to the quick answer of Drake Maverick, but that, that's yeah, that that's was where like I'm a, at. That was like a revival hot tag where uh, somebody was picking you up in the air and you know like had to crawl between the legs and then you know hit a DDT and then roll over and then get a uh, an applause meter, uh, and then you I'm had gonna, tagged. But I'm gonna say it was more like a Triple H promo where Triple H just kind of meanders like, for about right, 45 minutes. Y- y- you got 15 minutes out there. And you uh, wrap it up with a big, are you ready? Yeah. yeah t- talk, build up your match. Uh, all right. Undertaker and I. Dead man and Sean. Yeah. Sean. Nobody's responding. Sean. Michaels. Degeneration, Sean. Stone Cold Steve Rock. Austin. Holy. I don't know. Uh, Vince. <laughs> I don't know. Just name, just, just name anybody. That's a good one. Um, I think. Uh, uh, I. Yeah. How did you feel about that? <laughs> it's no. just uh, if it works out with Bobby Lashley, makes him interesting. I'm I'm fine. Um, God Godspeed to Leo Rush. Um, because you're still working with Bob. Um. Yeah, and that hurts Leo. I think the only thing, like, I really like Drake Maverick. You know, he's he's got you know charisma, you know, out the yin yang. Um, do you still feel like they're kind of treating it as a joke though with his ring attire, where he's wearing like you know, the kids are us, you know, WWE, you know, kids page version of the AOP gear. Yeah. Do you think it would look better if he was in a suit? I right now I I laugh and I enjoy it and I I'm fine with it like it goes back to like his character's better when he's being himself and for him to be himself he he has to be self-aware of you know his size and what he looks like so I, I just I don't know for me it works you are not a fan um it's I I get it. I mean, he's he can you know uh, sell ketchup popsicles you know to people with white gloves. It's just eh. it definitely just feels like you know the authors of pain are more than likely not going to get their run because of the way the tag titles are treated, where they basically give it to two Don't you know you upper dare. upper tier uh, douchebags. No, uh, no two upper tier wrestlers. You know That's who are usually singles made. guys, and it's just too crowded. <laughs> Of a main event scene, so you you give it to two guys kind of on the fringe. Boo! You know they've been doing that for a little while now. Um, no. Yeah. The bar, the bar is and always has been a tag team. Boom! Oh my god! Just kidding. <laughs> Boom. Um. But Mike, what is a tag team? But two great is, individuals. What is a tag team? <laughs> Let's talk about that for an hour and a half. Uh, yeah. So, what is? <laughs> I you know I hope it works out for AOP I I don't know I I wanted the revival to work out and they're you know gonna toil away for a while here. No, remember when they uh, they beat the B team in singles matches? Oh, that was that was a big deal. <laughs> I think we all knew what their destiny was when they started 
coming to the ring every week saying that between the two of them in a handicap match, they took down Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> no, that, that didn't happen. They lost to Roman Reigns, didn't they? Oh, I thought they they won. No, they lost to Roman. They won he, once, didn't they? They beat the crap out of him, yeah. Were they just coming to the ring saying we almost beat Roman Reigns? Yes. No, that's not right. Yes. They beat him once on a technicality, and then they... Because Bobby Lashley left. Remember, he, he was tagging with him, and then Bobby left, and then Roman was distracted, so then they won. Uh... Yes. That's fine. Let's move in right along. <laughs> uh, Mike, who else could use a manager right now? I think was the question you wanted to go over. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, like, Bobby Lashley needed one more than anybody else on the planet because he's horrible. Um, yeah. I agree. Who else really needs one? Hmm. Well, I think if only because he's really good at, like, a sentence or two. Um... Maybe Nakamura? At least it would give him somebody to kind of work off of. Because I think his funnier bits are when he's kind of, you know, making fun of a, a question or a comment from whoever's interviewing him. So I think if he had somebody to work off of, I think that would be a big benefit to him. Maybe yeah. get him out of that, you know, awful purgatory where he's, you know, got the U.S. title, but it's, you know, defended as often as, you know... When Dean Ambrose had it, or, you know, Adam Cole just didn't really defend his belt for a while. He just kind of owned it. Um, I think there's a route to do it that could mock the WWE universe, which I think is totally justified. Uh, because they don't give Nakamura a chance to do promos. They wet him to death. And then, and it, it's, you know, sometimes it's not any fault of the universe, because sometimes it is tough to understand Nakamura. But they don't give him an opportunity anymore so you could actually turn that into storyline and have a reluctant manager that turns into you know a friendship you know what i mean like yeah it, it could seem organic where nakamura is like i don't need i don't need a manager uh but then there there is that one instance where nakamura is about to lose his title and just for some reason his new manager decides he's gonna help out and then going forward then the two of them become best buddies and you know and this isn't like a a week story uh a week-long story it is a week story uh it's (laughs) It's not one week it's it's uh you know you build this up over a couple yeah you mean a really poor story i get it yeah yeah (laughs) no this is a bad idea constructed haphazard yeah we got all right right, i'm done no (laughs) i've got other stuff to do today um what about, uh, I like, uh, who do you have in mind? Do you have, like, a Ronda Rousey, maybe? You know, I was going to go with Nakamura. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm glad I stole your thunder. You're welcome. <laughs> no, I... So, I, I I think it would be... I think it would be good, like, for someone like Johnny Gargano, if he gets the call-up, to have something to work off of because i don't know if gargano works in the main event i feel like he's gonna come in with a lot of weak you know aj style face promos uh well i think i don't know he's kind of proved himself to me i think he's one of the better in-ring storyteller guys i think he'd be okay it just depends on what kind of time story yeah i i just think when he he might struggle if he's if he doesn't have a fantastic storyline to work off of and 
and deep hate of a, a good friend that turned his back. Um, I, I just, I don't know. It's the same thing, like, with Daniel Bryan. Like, yeah, when Daniel Bryan is beating the shit out of The Miz and he's actually pissed at The Miz, and I know he's not actually pissed, but he comes off as being angry. You know, yeah. every other promo from Daniel Bryan just sounds like he's regurgitating lines that were talked about in the back five minutes ago. I... You know, he's just not a great actor. It's I think that's okay. But <laughs> <laughs> it's well, just, I think he it gets might... by he gets by with his authenticity cuz it, it feels most of yeah. the time like he genuinely you know, he's a real wrestler, so he's really you know, um he's really like immersed in his storyline. Like it seems like he cares even if he's not, you know, like a Miz type. And honestly, who is? Um so, oh, you mean as good as The Miz? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're really, you know, if you're going to do, like, upper echelon, there's only, like, you know, a couple guys who are amazing at it, and that's because it's a tough skill to have. It's even tougher when you're a face. So, I I wouldn't, I, this, I wouldn't be, you know, knocking Daniel Bryan at all. This, it's a tough, tougher job to be a face than a heel. Uh, I wholeheartedly disagree with what you just said. So, <laughs> um... Well, I mean, there aren't there aren't too many guys that don't already have managers that need one. Uh, it, it's, uh, I don't know. It, you could make an argument again for Alistair Black. I think he's better as a silent, you know, monster. Um, I, I wrote an article a few months ago about how Alistair needs to just keep to, you know, uh, his. It wasn't always about him having a title. It was just about him beating up the guy that he was feuding with, which which was always more important uh, for his character. So for him to stay with that, you know, maybe he's just got maybe he's got a voice that makes him uh, or puts him in title matches. Yeah. Well, you know um, what? Um, you just made me think of one for some reason. I had nothing to do with that, but Asuka, she could really use some help too. Yeah. But those are you know you're just being racist. No. I'm <laughs> I, Clearly, you just picked Asuka and Nakamura. I, I mean, come on, Mike. Let's... <laughs> uh, just throwing that out there. Also, Kyrie Sane. Probably the three of them. Um, well, like Asuka is in the mold of Brock Lesnar. I I feel like outside of you know um, you know maybe Shayna and Ronda because they've actually yeah. got real MMA experience. Asuka could probably kick the asses of all the women in the division. Um, but our mic skills, you know, it's, we've, you know, we've talked about this so many times. Um, it's a, it's a hard tongue to go from, like, in Asia, what you're used to, mm-hmm. into yeah. the nonsense that is English. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I would help her out, man. She's a, she can already beat up all the women. Let her have somebody, you know, give somebody to help her out with the mic. No, yeah, know. I mean that's 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 a good pick. I so mean, I you guess can't it, go wrong with at the at the very least, you know, we all agree the people that struggle um, with English. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, you nailed it, Mike. <laughs> um, well, we're you know, we're kind of we're kind of wrapping up here. We agree that managers, it's a it's a good idea to have them uh, part of the show again. Um, yeah. A lot of people benefit from it. You get more jobs for people who can talk, and maybe they're not imposing figures like a Lashley or a Lesnar. Um, you know, more job opportunities and it helps get more people over there's a there's a benefit to it let's let's see more of this i like where it's going so far i don't think we need it you know jimmy hart style where he's managing you know half the fucking roster but <laughs> you know have keep it up i like it 
try it out. Yeah. Um, Play with it a little. Um, <laughs> Matt, we're I, pushing I just, uh, hour 10 here. Um, hour 10? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean an hour and 10 minutes? Yeah. I guess. I've been talking for 10 hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, anything else quick, you want to touch on this week? Quick shout out. Yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch with the uh, amazing promo, uh, her her championship coordination, I absolutely loved. And uh, I, I got to give another shout out to uh, Drew McIntyre getting the win uh, clean over Dean Ambrose was fantastic. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um,. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, shoot. I guess that's it. You don't want to. I mean, Dean. <laughs> Dean I... is. Dean doesn't need any wins. We just want to see Drew built up to be the big monster. Um, you know, so we can kind of reshuffle the deck here and still have somebody in our back pocket. You know, after this Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman feud, you know, fizzles out, or if Brock Lesnar ever leaves Roman alone, god damn. Ugh. Yeah, that's it, one thing I'm bummed out about for that, that crown you know, jewel, we've been talking and, about since... or for Hell in a Cell. Um, Lesnar coming out and breaking the cell, uh, you know, and somehow a Hell in a Cell match ends in a no contest. It's just the stupidest booking decision I've ever seen. <laughs> um, it's this. You know how stupid that was. It was as stupid yeah. as the Macho Man trying to win the Royal Rumble and he drops an elbow drop on Yokozuna and tries to pin him. That's how stupid that was. Really? Macho Man forgets how a Royal Rumble works? Really? A Hell in a Cell match ends in two guys taking a nap? Well, they... I mean, Brock Lesnar is a monster. He's hes really taking those guys to task. God. Just go to UFC already. I'm done. Fed up. <laughs> um, we didn't mention Rey Mysterio's return because it's still kind of in the chrysalis stage. He hasn't blossomed into a beautiful Ooh. luchador butterfly yet. Um do you want to see him on 205 Live? Would that make you want to watch 205 Live? It, it would for me. I know he's wow. not. I know he's not going to because he's Rey Mysterio. Um, you know, he's Mike? fought the Great Kali. He's had his head smushed by the Great Kali. He's not going to the Cruiserweight division. Um, but yeah, would you want him to... Is there any chance he does a 205 Live match? Absolutely not. Um... I mean, I'm sure the money that they spent on Ray's is probably telling the whole story. Um, I really wish they hadn't done this. I don't get it because I, I, I'll tell you right now, he's going to SmackDown and he's going to feud with with uh, Almas because it appears that's what they want to do with Almas. Hey, if if uh, Ray wants to come in and get some three-second tans against Almas, I'm all for it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. If if that's what happens, and you could tell me right now, it's just going to build up Almas, and then he'll go right into the, the title uh, conversation with, you know, especially the match that he had with AJ Styles was fantastic uh, this past Tuesday. I, I just, I don't, I don't see that happening. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish that was the case. If, you know, if Mysterio comes back and it's a Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton, you know, just have him feud against other old guys. Uh, just don't fill out my pay-per-view with those Mysterio matches. I, I, I saw the tweet, um, online this week when, uh, you know, somebody said, you know, where, where does he belong? Raw yeah. or SmackDown? And I didn't tweet back, but my instinct was neither. I, I don't, I don't need Rey Mysterio. I didn't, I, I don't, I can't believe it. There's people that are still I mean, begging for him to come back. I don't hate the guy. 
I don't think he's a bad person. I I just his matches are so convoluted, and I we don't know you think hate he's the great. Man. I don't think he's great on the mic. I didn't hear I you just... complaining when Ricochet pulled out a six one nine. That's true. I didn't. <laughs> um, I'm okay with I'm okay with it. I I get it. I mean, as long as he's putting over young guys, that's fine for me. Because all miss all he's done so far is you know fight uh daniel bryan or aj styles and lose so hopefully this is his opportunity to fight you know a uh a sure you know first ballot hall of famer and hopefully beat him you know because yeah. ray doesn't need wins ever again um he had one of the best royal rumble moments ever you know going uh start to finish and he's you know 180 80 pounds something like that if that um he's He's proved himself. I, I just hope he comes in and, you know, takes some pinfalls for some guys like Almas. Um, and I guess... Uh, the only other thing that I wanted to touch on, and just so we can... You know, we're planting the seed, because WWE should have. Um, with this big SmackDown anniversary coming up. Um, they teased some dream matches. And one of them, of course, was Rey Mysterio. So he's more than likely... More than likely going to make his debut there. Yeah. Or his return. Um... Gosh, I wish we could get Batista to come back now that he's beloved by the world um, <laughs> for playing Drax and then for standing up to Disney like a boss. Yeah. Um, who else has those kind of balls? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't. I, Not me. Yeah, I mean, Batista's blue balls. I think he should come back and you know spray himself all over the wrestling crowd. <laughs> um. I hope he uh, comes back. He he kind of made it sound like they haven't called him. Hopefully he's just, you know, teasing us a little bit here. But uh, I wouldn't complain. No, I, I, I don't hate Batista. Um, I, I agree with you. That's what I was going to bring up was that Batista tweeted out that they hadn't called him yet. But there you, you, heard it, you heard it here, the brothers of agreement. All right. Oh. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say, no, don't bring Batista here. Get that piece of shit. <laughs> well next week we should be able to do um you know we're gonna try and go over the uh may young classic a little bit more because you know we'll have the first round out uh completed we should have all the you know a little bit greener wrestlers so will be eliminated so it'll you know it'll be a little tighter show coming up uh for them uh obviously we're gonna be talking about dozovich uh becoming a god battling champa and uh yeah, we'll be we'll be getting closer and closer to these ridiculous crown broiled jewels. I don't know evolution, and then of course the super showdown. Matt, yep. Remind our dear friends where they can find us, and you and I can go have some steaks and weights. Hmm. I just need to use the potty. Uh, everybody, go to bodpodcast.com for all the old episodes, for all of our new blogs. We've got uh, blogs about Matt Riddle, about uh, the Crown Jewel, and uh, we'll, we've got one coming out shortly. It's about Drew McIntyre and Becky Lynch, and how great their summer was, and how uh, great their fall is looking as well. Yeah. Um, and again, that's uh, bodpodcast.com, and uh, I, I've made a pretty good effort on Monday nights. Not so much on Tuesdays, because nobody uh, it looks like nobody's watching SmackDown Live. <laughs> but uh, uh, Monday nights, at least, uh, follow us at bodpodcast on Twitter. Uh, we're also kind of duplicating a few of those posts on the old Facebook, so whichever one you like to use most, uh, feel free to reach out, interact, and uh, catch up and 
uh, have a conversation with the brothers of discussion uh, through your favorite social media portal. All right. Thanks again, everybody. That is brothers of discussion, podcast.com And we are all done this week. Probably one of the shortest episodes we're ever turning in. <laughs> Almost an hour <laughs> 20, Ducky. All right. Woo! <laughs> Bye. Bye.